and welcome to episode 52 of The Podding Shed, the podcast of the ChelseaFCblog.com. And so, we are a little late to return, but as everyone knows, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But before we descend into our usual festival of frivolity, puns and the like, we'll take a moment to pay tribute to Lord Attenborough, Chelsea Football Club's life president who died last week at the age of 90. As an actor and film director, his body of work is almost unsurpassed in the history of British post-war cinema. But his role as a director and life president, and above all, fan of the mighty blues that will see him sorely missed by the club and its fans. Here's hoping that Roman and the board will find a way to commemorate the man in his life. So rest in peace, Lord A. Joining me, Dare Kaiser, or Johnny as I'm otherwise known, to ponder our excellent start to the Premiership campaign and, well, whatever has caught our eye since we've been away are Dr Blue Bayou, who is Donal. Good evening. And Grocer Jack, who is Tony. Good evening. Uh, Mark has been called away at short notice this evening, but he will be back for the next episode. Um, so, the Premiership campaign, three wins out of three. Plenty of goals. Um, the new boys all settling in very nicely. Um, it all seems to be going rather well. Um, we'll start with Everton, um, just because obviously it's, it's freshest in the mind and frankly the most interesting game to talk about. 6-3, um, um, the kind of scoreline that um, Jose in the past has, um, has poured scorn on. Um, I believe <coughs> at, uh, Arsenal and Spurs duked it out in a 5-4 win to probably Arsenal, I would imagine. Um, he was um, he was rather disdainful, but um, a hockey score, I believe. Yes, right. something <laughs> something yeah. along those lines. Um, but um, it all turned out rather nicely. Um, it was it was very much a case of, of blink and you miss it because we were two 0 up inside about three minutes. Um, I, I think I was actually putting some washing out, um, oddly enough, and came back in having realised I'd missed the start. We were two 0 up. Um, I don't. I, I think. It's probably just me who's seen the whole, the whole game, um, so I'll, I'll probably ramble on for a little bit and then um, then bring you chaps in. Um, the m- most impressive thing is is Diego Costa. You know, finally again we have a, well, we have a striker who knows where the goal is. Is a big, ugly, nasty brute who annoys people and um, and does his job properly. It's hugely pleasing to see um, given that um, at the other end Romelu Lukaku who took um, a fair bit of stick off the um, off the Chelsea fans and um, was, was told that um, you're worse than Torres and so on and so forth um, given that he cost Everton 28 million and, and didn't really show a great deal of um, evidence as to why um, and Diego cost, cost 32 and um, well I, I rest my case um, Tone, we'll throw this open just because none of us have really seen a huge amount of football because we've all been a bit slow and away and so on and so forth. But chuck in your thoughts on on the opening of the season, the game and all the rest of it. Just go ahead. Okay. Um, well, it's a, a fabulous start, isn't it? I, th- I believe we got off to a similar start last year, didn't we? I think with uh, you know sort of rampaging, mm. fantastic home display against Hull City, I believe. Um, mm. uh, and of course, we all had our. Um, uh, you know, we're all, all orgasming over over Eden Hazard and and Kevin De Bruyne who who put in a, a top display. This one, uh, this Kevin one, Brown. Yes, Kevin Brown. Um, it, this one looks different, doesn't it? There's there's something a little bit more um, meaty. Uh, there's more meat on the bones. I suppose if we're going to go back to to Marks, you know, we want to make a paella and and that sort of stuff. <laughs> this, this is looking like a rather healthy winter stew with big chunks of meat in there and vegetables and rich you know sauce and gravy and everything like that um and um you know i'm i'm a you know, big fan of david louis i am looking at this and thinking hmm yeah okay what did i know i knew nothing 
in Jose we trust. And I've got to say, um, the business we've done over the summer has been superb. I'm utterly thrilled with Cesc Fabregas coming in. I think we've, we've, mm. we've got a, a, a really... I think we will not miss... Mr. Lampard, and and as I don't mean that to put Frank down, I just think that um, I think Fabregas is a, a a massively accomplished replacement, and oh, I think he's, so, yeah. yeah, and he can, the boy can pick a pass, yes, uh, as we as we've seen exactly. Like, so so um, I, overall, I'm you know I'm I'm obviously I mean I can't see say oh I'm not happy about it. I think the the football has been has been good as good as anything else anybody else is turning out, um, and Diego Costa, um, you know, ugly, irritating. Horrible, probably not a nice person uh, in so many ways. Uh, perfect, absolutely Abs- perfect. Yes. Perfect, Absolute perfect. perfect. I just say one more thing, just very quickly. I mean, yeah, I was go on. Say, on the departure of my old friend El Cabardo, um, El Cabardo, the uh, the coward, uh, to not Fernando Torres. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm very chuffed that we got Lloyd Remy. Lloyd Remy is one of those bastards that will always get a goal against you if you're not if you're playing him. I think he. I think he looks to me like the sort. He, he reminds me so much of Jermaine Defoe, that kind of the bloke you just want on the end of a shot. I think he's going to be. He's, he's, he's going to be a very useful addition. He's. Um, it's kind of a. And, and it's, I'm not likening him as a player. It's kind of a sort of a Demba Bar kind of signing. You know, it, reasonably cheap. He'll do a job. I think he's a far more accomplished player and far more versatile than, than Demba Bar. Yeah. Um, is is or was, um, and yeah, just a, a good bit of business. Um, yeah. I, I don't expect he's going to pull up trees. He hasn't really played a huge amount at the absolute kind of top top level. So I, I suspected you know he could be useful in you know in the cup games and the games you, you'll expect him to to start in. Um, but um, yeah, a, a, use, a useful addition. Um, so having having briefly covered the new arrivals, that's that's a fairly seamless link to um, our first musical interlude. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> yes, um, I think it's time we, we played a little music uh, and welcomed uh, Cesc Fabregas, uh, Mr. Costa, uh, Luis, and uh, young uh, Mr. Remy. Uh, that's too famous. Yeah, yeah. There's only so much you can take. Well, uh, uh, it was everything I had. It, was, it took every ounce of energy not to sing along to that. Then, once again, my age comes forth. You know, it's well, personal favourite. Absolutely, first, first first film I ever saw on the big screen. It ah, was. Um, so yes, welcome to the new boys. Um, and as as Tony mentioned right at the beginning, um, a, a, some fantastic business in the transfer window. I've, I've actually had kind of made some fans of other clubs texting and saying, bloody hell, you know, you've done a fantastic job this summer. I think it it's arguably one of the, the best transfer window, windows ever, I would say. Um, it, very little expenditure because it's been covered by shifting four or five players out, starting with, um, with Wan Matter in, in January, who, who haven't really played a great deal or have been on loan um, and weren't really part of the first team picture and to um, and to pick up players like Fabregas and Costa and, and you know accomplished types like um, Lewis it's um, it's 
a masterstroke, I would say, and sets us up very nicely. I would also add, if, if we're being slightly pessimistic about it, it gives Jose very, very few excuses should it not go um, not go right, and we we end, don't end up with um, with a decent pot or two at the end of it because he's he's got everything he wants now. I think it's um, it's it's all there, and um, he needs to make sure it works. So um, we shall see, and we will obviously be covering um, our endeavours over the um, over the next <coughs> nine, eight or nine months or so. Um, should we perhaps at this juncture? mention all those who've gone and perhaps musically bid them farewell. I think that's a, that's a very good idea. I don't, um, we're filling space because, frankly, I've not really prepared for saving terribly well. So, um, <clears> yes. I've, I've done masses of research. I mean, I've, I've come back from Normandy, so there is a slight wartime feel to some of the music you're going to hear this evening because uh, I've been in Normandy, um, not specifically to visit D-Day beaches, but, you know, the Second World War is is always there when you go to such a place. And, and it is from that era that um, we, we've we now got a little musical interlude. Um, let me just read the people I can... Yes, go, go ahead. I mean, obviously, Torres has gone on loan, but mm. for two years, I think, and well, that's uh, frankly, people don't expect him... Him back. Uh, obviously, Frank Lampard, who we covered in the Farewell Frankie special earlier yes. in the summer. Ashley Cole. Uh, Ashley Cole. David Luis. Uh, Samuel Eto, who we bumped into there on Saturday. Indeed, yeah. Uh, Mr. Well, Denver Barr. Um, Mr. Lukaku, who we bumped into on Saturday. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne is gone. Um, is Marco Marin still on loan or? Good grief, that's a very good question. Um, I suspect yes, so. He, is. Yes, he was he in Spain, wasn't he? Yeah, I, think. I think he is, yes, but he's definitely mm. online, yeah. Yeah. So those are the ones I could think of. There are probably some others. Um, I don't, you know, younger players and, and so on who I've perhaps overlooked, and I apologise for that. Uh, and obviously, as, as Johnny mentioned at the very beginning, there was uh, Mr. Mr. Attenborough, <coughs> or Sir, Sir Dickie, who... Um, <clears throat> Talking about D-Day, obviously, it was in the longest day, apparently. I didn't realise this, but I looked on the IMD web, IMDB website, where it's listed among his credits, uh, where he played lunatic with glasses, in brackets, <laughs> uncredited. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, okay. And okay. As I may have mentioned before, I, of course, was born in Gracie Fields' house. I think and so it is to Gracie that we turn to say farewell to all these these noble persons. Wish me luck as you wave me goodbye. Here we are, here I go on my way. Wish me luck as you wave me goodbye. Not a tear, not a tear, make it gay. Give me a smile I can keep all the while in my mind. <laughs> I, I feel I've been yeah, dear Gracie. transported back to the 1960s and then the 1940s, respectively. Mm. I'm, I'm almost looking to find out if my crystal set is tuned in properly at the moment. So. <laughs> but I always think of the podding shed as having a slightly Anderson shelter feel to the whole place. Indeed. So it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not top of the range, but it does its job. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the best way to describe it. And we might as well, so <clears throat> we can get on with proper talking about football. Um Staying on a wartime theme, uh, it's probably not passed too many people's attention that we are going to be, of course, the the first club in the UK, perhaps in Europe, maybe the world, 
to have LED floodlighting, as I understand it. Well, and yes, we do. Um, and I'll, I will just, just interject there because um, it, it's already in place. Um, and mm. the, the rail sociedad friendly. Um, it's already been best part of a month ago. It's it's been mm. christened. Um, uh, slightly odd. It's, it's, I say odd. It's just it's a different feel to it, and you've got mm. that kind of four shadows thing going on that you get a. Well, I, I kind of liken it to sort of non-league grounds where the floodlights are quite <laughs> <laughs> the full ticket, and it because they're not high enough normally. Yeah, and it so just it, it took a bit of getting used to the, the kind of the, the the tone of the light was different, and all the rest. Of it. I mean, listen, hey, it's like can I ask? And oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm sort of pushing my glasses. You've got to ask my a question. I'm just peering over to my glasses, saying. Live, um, <laughs> LED. Does someone want to tell me what? what why is, is this good? Is it? You're, is it, listen, is it, you're, is it, you're a technical man. You should know what. Well, what this about. yeah, I, I guess you know. Energy yeah, saving, etc., etc. Et right, Longevity so I, of, 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 of right. bulb wear, and you know, haven't so, you got so LEDs we'll, in your house yet? Well, time? I, I have. Uh, you know, that's just because you know the. the, the yeah, I'm tight fisted. I just wondered. <laughs> it, it, it seems that we're not a club renowned for our um. Our, our kind of spendthrift, you know, culture, are we? And I, I just wondered what, what the reasoning behind it. And, and also, I'm slightly stunned that we're the first. I mean, you know, we're, 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 I would never have described us as being the sort of, you know, it's something to do with bearers. And I think we were one of the first to have all that really high quality facial recognition uh, camera, CCTV camera stuff as well, right. so that they can lob you out for picking your nose yeah. and things like uh, that. So, uh, were we, right, were so. we the first club to use the proximity sensor tickets so that, um, so that they can employ the same number of people to show you how to use them as they were yes. employed before <laughs> to take your ticket at the turnstile? I just wonder. Who, <laughs> who could forget it's like the queues going unionisation on the road? <laughs> it's, it's like 1970s unionisation all over again. <laughs> <laughs> all over again. Yeah. Now, listen, I've, I've struggled. would be proud of us. They would be proud mm. of us at Fleet Street. I've, I've, dug, I've yes. dug out a, a little bit of, bit, of, bit of stuff on it. Um, here we go. Right, yeah, new league reg- regulations are in place. The presentation of evening matches requires significant increasing lighting levels for TV coverage, camera coverage for all angles, including illuminating the first ten rows of seating in the stands. There we go. Um, so Chelsea so focusing on young blonde ladies. Et cetera, I, et well, hopefully so. I mean, that's yeah. beloved of the cameramen at the World Cup. Other... other other that, ladies are available, obviously. Oh, well, um, I wonder if the, does that include us upper tier um, weeks? Oh, don't, don't, don't be ridiculous, Matt. <laughs> Good lord! Um, Chelsea, the first Premier League club to adopt this system to, to meet the requirements, and have been working with Philips for the last three years on the development of LED floodlights. There are many benefits, not least that the system is very efficient. As although the light levels are increased quite considerably, the power consumption is roughly the same as the previous lighting. Yeah. Finally, there is a, here we go. There is a reduction in the amount of flicker on TV action when super slow motion replays are shown, and the lights can be switched on and off in an instant opening the possibility for some lighting special effects before and after games during half-time. Ah, okay. Lifespan yeah. of the lights increases and obviously to a big saving and maintenance. So there you go. That's why we've got new lights. Okay. So, well, should, we well, yeah. some, should we talk about some football? Yes, so when we have our first big It's a controversial night. idea. But <laughs> Sorry, Johnny, but you, you've cut across my, my extra special musical interlude. Oh, did you have a, another, another interlude? Yeah, because while you, we're all sitting there you can tell in the dark... Against Bolton Wanderers, when the lights have failed, we can all whistle that famous old Vera Lynn tune from the Second World War. When the lights go on again. Ah. The lights 
If anyone's still listening, by this point, I'll be yeah. absolutely amazed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, yes, back to yes. football. Yes, back to football. Right? Can I just yep. say um, the one thing about the Everton game that aspect that perhaps worried me was that in the build-up. The I know it turned; it didn't seem to affect him, but I am slightly concerned by by the the Costa hamstring. You know, well, that's what was troubling him at the end of last season and obviously affected his World Cup performance. I do wonder, because we're all feeling so buoyant, it's my duty to obviously introduce a note of of gloom a note of and gloom. whether, you know, it could all suddenly go a bit haywire. Well, hopefully so, because he had hamstring problems at the back end of yeah. last season. Um, yeah. um, and I think it affected his World Cup too. But yeah, definitely. He, he, um, yeah, I, I think it's... I mean, looking looking at the chap, he's not the sort of chap you wrap in cotton wool. I think more sort of push into a cage and throw chunks of raw meat at occasionally. Um, but he also, I, I did note this on my Twitter feed, I think he looks like Clyde from the Anthill Mob. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you I, know what? Yes, there's there is, more there is, resemblance going on there. There um, is indeed. Do, do, do Google it, young <laughs> listeners. Um, yes. You'll see, you'll see what I mean. Um, but I think um, just in terms of... Our, our ability, there won't be many people who go to, many teams that go to Everton and get more than a couple of goals this season. I mean, they're conceding a bit more than they have in the past, but I'm sure that Martinez will sort that out. But um, Are you at all concerned by our um, conceding three up there? I, slightly odd. I had to, first goal was one of those ones which I, I think you could do very little about. And I think Eto's header was just very, very sharp. Um I think it was... Uh, I can't remember who, was, who got their second. Was it Morales, wasn't it? Morales got the first. Morales, right. no, Morales got the first. It was um, Naismith, I think. Yes. Oh, right, yeah. Um, and I, I was a bit concerned by, by Ivanovic's defending on that. He was standing far too close to Cahill and, and just let Naismith run down the side of him. I just That, that was the only one where I thought we... we there was probably sort of issues and room for improvement. I think the other two were just, I think they were just very good goals. Um, and I know, you know, yes, there's always a room to sort of sit and pick it apart and find fault in defender or goalkeeper or, or whoever. But, you know, sometimes I think it's a question of stepping back and saying, you know, especially the first one, I thought the first one was an exceptional goal. Um, and just saying, right, there you go. Um, well, we, we gave them, I mean, we gave them a lot of room and, and, you know, quite a, quite a lot of possession, and as often happens up at Everton, we, we seem to let them get you know down the sides and get the oh, get the crosses in as they used to do in the old Moyes mm. days. And I, I just wonder, I, I can't think that Jose's overjoyed. I just he no. Sometimes he he reacts to these things. Sometimes yeah. doesn't he by pulling the horns in? And whereas most of us would probably think, well, you know. We'd rather perhaps watch us win six three every week than one nil. I wonder if he's going to perhaps, you know, rein in Abramovich, uh, Ivanovic a bit. Uh, I don't know. I just well, it's I mean, it was a, it's tricky. I think um, they they seem to get a, a lot of joy down the um, which, which flank was it? Oh, God, I can't remember. Right flank, left flank. I can't bloody remember. Everton yeah. Um, yeah. and. Uh, I, I think it was the flank with, with Eden Azadon, um, who, who's not... He's been much improved, but he's not the best tracker back. And, right. and 
winner of balls, and I think they were they were getting more joy down that side. That's probably entirely wrong. It shows how well prepared we are. Um, but um, but I think you know, it's Everton Everton are a decent side, um, and and I suspect they will give a, a lot of bigger teams up there a lot of problems. They um, gave Arsenal a hell of a fright the other week, didn't they? And yeah. Um, you know, had it not been for the fact that Everton kind of reverted to, uh, uh, I say revert to type, but um, almost like the typical smaller team decided they'd sit back on a 2 0 lead, I think they would have, you know, if they, I think if they'd gone mm. at Arsenal for another one, they would have won. Um, because yeah, they, 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 they were punch drunk at the time, Arsenal, I think. And and, yeah. and and so, you know, when I look at the results we've had so far, Burnley, you know, that was always a bit of an unknown quantity. I remember years ago when we started our season against Wigan, back in the back, 2005, I think. Mm. Um, and, was, yeah, it was yeah. Jose's second season, I think. It was, Chris I think. And it was a, yeah, 91st yeah. minute winner, wasn't it, I think, or something Chris like Bay. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so oh, and we the, absolutely the, fluked it because we deserved to lose as yes. well. Uh, and I think, you know, that was always a bit, I know, Leicester, they were the ones that, uh, ironically, they sort of, I, I was a bit worried about it, because, you know, and now, now that we've got the, um, the, 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 the home, uh, the home sequence monkey off our back, um, you know, is it going to be yet another team of the ilk of Leicester or Sunderland who decide to come along? And, and, you know, from what I saw of the game while I was in France, was that was the one that was the trickiest. It was the, maybe yeah, yeah. it was the, the weight of expectation, first home game of the season, um, you know, crowd all there, new players on display. It's, you know, the, the usual thing that I always miss. Um, mm. And whether it got under the skins of the players or not, I don't know. Uh, you know, Leicester subsequently Leicester, gone, Leicester gone on pretty pr- tricky, and they, they've gone on and proved against Arsenal that they're not going to be rolling over for too many teams this season. Mm. And that, so I think f- from that perspective, uh, you know, uh, uh, are we expecting too much by saying, you know, right mm. from the beginning of the season, um, you know, we should be off to a flying start. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. In actual fact, we've won three games on the trot. We've not. We've only kept one clean. No, we've not kept a clean sheet yet in the Premiership. Um, no, um, Leicester. We did. Leicester, Leicester. Sorry, Leicester. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Although, if Nugent had any sort of finish on it, well, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and I think it's worth just just mention the fact that it's, you know, um, at the moment, you know, Swansea have got a hundred percent record as well. I think, um, you know, obviously we wouldn't, wouldn't expect that mm. one to go, but we Top couldn't ask for better. Yeah, and we couldn't expect a better start, really. For this, and I think Jose's work behind the scenes once again shows, you know, when when you get people like me who occasionally doubt and go, oh, does he really know this sort of stuff or whatever, um, the, the squad you've put together and the, the choices he's made so far have been absolutely spot on. Um, mm. and, and I just want to throw in Courtois, which is what I did suggest would happen, that he would be the one that would be given the nod, much the same way that um, Czech was giving it over Kudicini, um when there was pretty much not a Chelsea fan who thought Kudicini needed replacing. Um, I th- I've been deeply impressed with him. You know, it, it may not be the most glamorous, um, agile, cat-like reflexes to stop some of this stuff, but whatever. But my God, that boy knows. And I, what I like about him is, unlike Peter Cech, he appears to dominate the box and boss his defenders. He's not scared to chew John Terry's ear roll off if he thinks he's in the wrong position. So he's got a kind of Schmeichel-esque um, aura I, about him. Yeah, I think I, I don't think Czech ever really needed to. In all honesty, I think he's got a different type of authority. But um, but yeah, no. Listen, he's done. I think he's done very well. Um, it, it's interesting. I I'm sort of slightly surprised Czech hasn't gone anywhere. But it's kind of good because I don't think we've actually nailed Courtois down yet on a on a new long term deal. Yeah. So I, I suspect that Czech has probably been kind of hung on to just to yeah. 
just to sort of help us along on that that thing a little bit because I wouldn't Would have it? wanted to be in a position where Courtois is. I think he's only got a year and a half left on his yeah. his current deal. But yeah. and we saw Aspiliqueta signed a new five year deal today, and I suspect there's probably a couple of players who will hopefully Courtois being one of them will yeah. will sign up over the next um, over the next month or so. Now we've got transfer window out of the way. Yeah, and I think with the benefit of hindsight, you you could look at what Chelsea what must have been going through their mind was. We've got this fantastic young goalkeeper. If we don't give him his chance with us, right, if the loan system in this particular case doesn't come to fruition, having lent him out to give him presumably the experience rather than as a revenue stream to help us with financial fair play, okay. Which oh, is he ob- was always the one who was going to yeah. look at uh, much, especially last season, it yeah. became quite clear. And I, I think there would have been a lot of Chelsea fans scratching the reds in a year's time when he's gone off and then we're struggling thinking, well, what happens when Peter Cech does eventually come to the end of his career personally I, th- I'm a- I agree with you John I think he's Peter Cech will be at least here till January and I think maybe then th- it will come you know your 10 years shake hands thanks very much um, you know we'll you give you a chance to go to PSG or whatever and finish your career somewhere else and I don't think there's any anything wrong with that at all it's 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 actually one of the few times I think I've seen us do some forward thinking <laughs> In, in any sort of well, real it's, sense. It's kind of an unusual situation. I think we've just found ourselves in a very unusual situation. He, I think he probably, he made, may have just developed a lot quicker than than was, was expected. Because um, goalkeepers, I mean, one of the reasons that Ferguson cited that he signed De Gea so young was because he missed out on Czech. Czech, you know, <coughs> broke through very, very young. And, and actually, and had had his issues. If you go go back to... Jose's first season, and in particular, if you look at the Carling Cup final against Liverpool, Czech was having a right old flap in places, yeah, and, and yeah. wasn't you know wasn't the, the assured keeper he turned into. Um, and uh, but Courtois is different because I, I think, in terms of the solidity in front of him, I think our defence is not as good as it was when Czech was first coming through. Um, because that, that was that was JT in his prime. It was Gallus, Carvalho, and, you know, Ashley Cole was added a little bit later on. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure that the defence is quite as good as it once was, or as, as it was back then. I mean, obviously, we've got players to come through. I mean, I think Zuma didn't go out on loan, did he? He's still here and no. able to come through. And so... Yeah, listen, you know, it's a good... I, the, my one concern about Czech was that we were going to let him go and he was going to end up at Arsenal or somewhere like that and, and we were just going to end up strengthening a, a potential rival. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I worried about most was, you know, if he had to go, he had to go, then that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, I, I wouldn't have wanted to see him at, at a premiership club because, he, you know, he'd improve pretty much, pretty much any team in the premiership. Um, and he's worth, you know, we all know he's worth X points a season. Um so, but yeah, good, good to see Courtois here. Um, it has to be said, his, his best and worst moment was the same move, that little tip onto the post um, when I think we were... Five again, three up? Uh, yeah, I think it was yeah potentially 5-3. Yeah. Came, came from a really dodgy throwout, yeah. uh, which, which Everton intercepted, but he, he redeemed himself. So, yeah, I'd just, just, be interested to watch his distribution and... and how he compares with Czech in that yeah. sense, because there are a couple of sort of those, those sort of really short rolled throws, and they kind of worry me a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, that's you know. So I've just checked. Actually, you're right. Zuma is still there. He's 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 number. He, he's in the, the the main squad. So oh cool. Okay, yeah. great. Um, so yeah, I, I defensively, I, I suspect that 
I mean, JT alluded to it in his um, in his post match interview. He wasn't looking forward to the debrief of Jose in terms of the defending. But you know what? Yes, Jose may react, but but that was um, it was highly. So that's our sort of settled back four from last season. Mm. Uh, similar to Everton, who've been having their defensive problems. That's pretty much their settled rear guard. Yeah. It's it's rather strange, really. They um they mm. seem to certainly over. I think they've conceded something like six goals in the last fifteen minutes in three games, yeah. um, which would would kind of if if that was a kind of stat we were having to quote about us that that would be ringing big alarm bells personally. But yeah. um, we'll it'd be interesting to see how they fare because I, I think with the ball they were they were a very good side, but they just we just overwhelmed them in the end, and I don't know whether that was you know they how not- were or were it was great fun. Just, you know, I, I, it was a great you know. Watching the highlights, it's great fun, and you know I don't understand. Like I'm outraged that we let in three goals. I'm not at all. I'm, I'm more speculating on how how Jose. How <laughs> Jose may I mean, you know, when you win a game six three, it's just you know great entertainment sort of thing. Mm. I'm not Did worried. That, that, that sort of. Um, just wonder if that defensive frailty. I mean, it was kind of reflected, wasn't it, in, a little bit in in the World Cup from Everton's perspective with with uh, Baines and Jagielka, whereas. You know, we've had um, Cole and, and Terry and Cahill, if you like, across the back, if you like. Mm. Obviously, they've got quite distinguished player in um, in Distan uh, there as well. But it, it kind of showed for me. I mean, I'm only, well, I guess the cl- rather clumsy point I'm trying to make is that during the World Cup, we watched an England side considerably out of its depth. Unsurprisingly, let's be fair, yeah, because yeah. of the, 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 the squad, the age of the squad, and the experience of it. Well, and then you had Jaggy Elka and Baines pretty much in their first ever major competition as yeah, the, no, no as Champions the first League football yeah. and, 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 and therefore getting you know a little, a little exposed if not you know probably their own fault it wasn't their fault that um, Steve Gerrard can still pick out Luis Suarez for a, 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 a pass but um, I think <laughs> in, the, in the sense that you know you, you see that at, at England level you probably see a little bit you've just made that stat about you know them them conceding goals in the last fifteen minutes or something, and so maybe that that's a pairing that isn't quite as efficient and or as good as um, mm. the, the old Cole um, or even as Piliqueta Terry partnership. I don't know. Mm. It just seems that you know, it's interesting you make the point about us not being quite as solid at the back. Uh, you know, there, there's always this sort of check and balance. This is a yin and yang thing, isn't it? And when you look at when we were very solid at the back when we had um, Cavallio and Terry and, and and the likes of in, in there. Up front, we were always just a little bit more standard, if you like. It was all about power rather than than touch or subtlety that we seem to have there now with, you know, Fabregas and Hazard and William and people like that, you know. Um, mm. So maybe it's just swung the balance back a little bit to make us, you know, no but doubt it's... I think he's, he's probably had something from Roman and Gang or whatever it says. Actually, you know what, we want to win stuff, but we do want to entertain a little um, so, you know, it's just a little bit of a slight flip towards the other way. Well, of course, I mean, that's the everyone wants to see good football. But, I mean, just interested on the defence. I remember sort of digging through this last season when the whole Czech and Courtois thing was coming up. But during Czech's time, and obviously this this goes through, I mean, JT's obviously the other ever-present, and Ash was there for a, a good chunk of it. Um, in Czech's 10 years, we'd either had the best or the second best defence in the league I think eight of those years and the other two we won the Champions League and the Europe the yeah, yeah it's just and you know he obviously played a fairly big part in, in one of those um, so it's just it's just that consistency and I yeah. you know, uh, 
Courtois looks very, very assured, very, very young. Um, and, you know, let's, let's hope he continues because, you know, you look at, perhaps you look at Joe Hart now. And he, you know, he looked exceptional when he was sort of nineteen, twenty. And I remember us saying, "Well, you know, he'd be a good player to get get your hands on." He's just started to, you know, he's, he's a bit erratic and he's just just not quite there at the moment. And um, I'd be, be interested to see what what happens because he was dropped last season and came back in. He, he didn't cover himself in glory for Stoke's goal on um, on Saturday. Um, it's just you know, keepers keepers breaking through very young. Obviously, you hope that they continue to flourish and so forth. But um, you know, if, if Courtois does wobble a little bit, then at the moment we've got you know <laughs> probably the second best keeper sitting in, in the yeah. league on the bench. So, and you've still um, got another experienced keeper after that as well. You know, yeah, exactly. You always so, come in for a few games. It, it would be more centre back that would concern me. I think if you get a couple of injuries there, yeah, you know, we're looking at Zuma and. Possibly just moving Ivanovic in. Um, yeah, and I think Christensen's the only. I think Christensen's in the in the full squad, isn't he? He is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and who's who's the, the lad who did well at Liverpool? Has gone out on loan, hasn't he? Um, we've uh, all forgotten him already. Oh, um, bloody hell! There's me. Yeah, he's gone to Germany on loan, beginning of the summer. He looked quite quite yes. good. Yes. Oh, what's his name? Bollocks! I can't remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. Yes, he got he got a couple of uh, cameos. Future Chelsea legend, and we can't yes. even. Mm. Yes, the him. Yeah. That, that, that's the fellow. I'm sure it will come the, back. The man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but doesn't I think um, doesn't Ake play there as well? Yeah. And obviously, you yeah. Know, but but these are all like Zuma Ake. They're all they're all kids. A little yeah. untested, you know. I, I'm just there's. We've made a very good start to the season. Things are looking rosy. Ah, Thomas, Cal- Thomas Callas, I believe. Thomas Callas. Callas is. Yes. Hey. Yeah. It just, it just <laughs> suddenly came back to me, almost yeah. at the speed of electrons coming down a, a, a high-speed fibre cable. Incredible, just, that, isn't it? Just, <laughs> or, just, just, just or very thick porridge off a spoon. <laughs> just, a bit, just, just a bit later than we expected. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, I just wonder whether... You know, yes, I, I, I agree. I, agree. I mean, you can't... You know, forever just keep buying loads of players and putting them on the bench yeah. and into the reserves and never seeing them. At it. But it might be just one place where we're a little, little shaky. Can I, can I just, I just want to throw another mention here because from the the games, the, the bits of the games I've seen so far, is is just how comfortable um, Nemanja Matic looks. He really is looking. It, I'll be honest with you, he's, he looks like the dog's bollocks, doesn't he, in that position? Yeah, there, there, there must be every team in the Premiership is turning around thinking, "How did we fucking miss that one?" Because he looks superb. I think he does. And yeah, it's it, uh, and, and he had a couple of dodgy moments last season. Only couple. I mean, let's be fair; it was his first season back in the Premiership, going back to a team that had sold him and then bought him back. Um, but I, I just think you know the, what, that was one of the standout things about Saturday was just looking at just how. I don't know. Assured, the guy looks. You know, I mean, I, th- I think maybe, maybe, perhaps the, um, the the scenario with him is 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 possibly um, something that they help push the, the Courtois thing along. And we didn't want to be and find ourselves in a situation where, yeah. where you know, in, in a couple of years' yeah. time, we're, we're offering someone thirty well, million quid to buy him back. I think, and he got a goal, didn't he? And I think wasn't this one of the things that, that when he was at because uh, we got him back from was it Benfica? We brought him back from um, yes, 
Um, and wasn't that one of the things that he was one of these likely to to sort of get you six goals, maybe five or six goals a season? You know, which when you yeah, when you cool. look at the position, when you consider he's pretty much playing in the in the position that McAlealy played. I mean, when McAlealy scored one, didn't he that penalty, which he, he took two attempts mm. to get in, didn't he? Or a goal or whatever. Yeah. So well, I think it's it, the, the, I think this is where. You're, <sighs> Mikel sort of is, is kind of become a little bit of a man out of time. I think he's now Mikel is the Tiago figure from as of Jose's first right bit of time in charge. Yeah, was, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get a, we'll get a lead and, and he'll pop him on and say, right, I want you to sit there, do this, do yeah. that. Um, but he's he's just you know he is the classic defensive midfielder who just who intercepts, passes all five yards, and, and that's what he does. And I think just the system we're playing now, it, it, it's just not really him. I think for tightening up when when you've got a lead and you want to hang on to it he's the ideal man to bring on but I think just in terms of the, the, the system we want to play now with that sort of two at the base of midfield with a bit more energy to it it's just, it's just not really Mikel's game anymore but um, but you know fair play to him he's, he's stayed to fight for his place and um, and, and showed and a, a, job, a, so. a, a touch of a touch of um, Brazilian class didn't he with, the, with his little back oh you thought you'd seen everything when you saw an elephant fly. <laughs> but no, but, uh, there's but a Mikel no. back heel assist. <laughs> Mikel driving, and had Costa put that ball just a little bit too angled and it was going to go... Uh, past the width of the post, Mikel was there to might have tapped it in, yeah. to tap it in. You know, Absolutely. But, um, he, he he picked that ball up, drove forward. It was a majestic back heel across to Costa, and uh, I think all of us who are a little a, a wildebeest sweeping majestically across the plane and all that. Yes, yeah, some of us who are a little getting a little tetchy with the eagerness to usher him out the door that uh, some people have. Um, yeah, no, I, I it was uh, it was heartening because. Yeah, I think if if you've got Matic, you know, anchoring there, that will give John Obi the uh, the freedom to surge forward and become that uh, that fifteen goal a year midfielder <laughs> that we all know he can be. It looks well, he, it just you he heard he it plays, here first. He plays further forwards for um for Nigeria, doesn't he? He's, well, he's there, was this, there was this thing, wasn't there, that the Nigerians um that were, were holding Chelsea to much to blame for ruining one of their star players because that was always what he was. And, you know, it was like Joseph came in and brought him in and made him sort of sit back into that kind of holding role. And I, you know, I want to make it, I want to put it on record here, I've always been in the uh, John Obi Mikel fan club. I've always no, thought he was yeah, yeah. underrated or whatever. And I hope he stays. And I hope that... Because when you look at that squad, the more I look at that squad, the more I think, you know what, this is possibly the most complete... Now, I know when I'm making a rod from my own back and I'm tempting fate and I'm opening all sorts of doors and I'm almost doing the Danny Baker equivalent of standing up saying nothing can go <laughs> wrong now. However, what I'm saying is, is it is the best looking squad for in terms of yeah, balance, in terms of, of cover. And it seems to have made up for all of the, if you like, all of the kind of interim management bollocks ups we've had. Um, and I'm not including, I do, I do include Carlo Ancelotti in that for, for separate reason, only that I think he was probably stitched by the club a little bit in terms of what he was allowed to buy and who he was allowed to to bring in okay but you know that this was a guy uh, you know as it's almost as, as if probably since Hiddink was the last one who seemed to have that kind of ability to to know what was needed in that short time or to make best use of his players in the interim we've sort of lurched from one coach to another coach with different philosophies different 
projects, should I dare say the word or whatever, uh, and this sort of stuff. Um, and, and Jose's come back in. I don't know if you saw the post-match interview he did on, on Saturday um, uh, with, with the BBC on, on Match of the mm. Day or whatever. I mean, he starts by laughing and saying, well, yeah, it wasn't the sort of game I, I, I'd enjoy but whatever, and he, again, he had that kind of like he looked last season. He had that very relaxed, very—I don't know—I uh, I don't want to say calm, but that kind of mm. slightly uh, reserved air about him, or whatever, rather than that tense, brooding, emotional. But let's stick with dynamite. Yeah, that was always think, more fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> which it was. Yes. I think seasoned uh, seasoned Chelsea watchers like myself would would cast a, a weather eye over that squad, and perhaps the only anything to make us a little nervous is that we no longer have uh, Jose Bosingua <clears throat> ready to come in at centre back in crucial moments <laughs> when we're trying to hang on to a sixteen goal uh, lead against the, Barcelona. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, the I think that could be that could be our sort of uh, yeah. our Achilles heel. Have we got the Bossingua figure who can just drop in there to to centre back? Yeah, no, and, indeed, uh, indeed, play far better than he does in his normal, his normal position. position. <laughs> yes, I was going to say. It. <laughs> uh, uh, only time will tell. We don't indeed, have enough. Indeed. We don't have enough mono-browed players, as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's no, a, of course, a, a tragic course. weakness. But um, you know, um, but it would have been very interesting if we still had Morelish because uh, a couple of seasons ago we were talking. He's become a hipster. Yeah, we were talking. <laughs> We were talking a couple of seasons ago about the big hair collision down at Tottenham Jesus when we had Lewis and they had um, uh, Asu Akotu and yeah, so on and so forth. And but can you imagine the beard collision? Oh. <laughs> it would have taken all day to untangle him from old Tim Howard's <laughs> upside down head. Can you imagine the two of those collided? There was. Um, we we should touch on the fact that um, t- Tim Howard did get a little aerated with Costa, which was very very entertaining. Should have um, been on the pitch. I, we we also I mean, yeah we we are we're almost kind of in our own pre in our own little preseason we're sort of rambling and we haven't really got up to speed yet but you know yes that was a key issue that Tim Howard really should not have been on the pitch yes. um, but also then put his head into not Costa but someone else in that in that bit of a kerfuffle yeah. he actually pressed his head into someone's it was head. now I'm not saying it? I wanted him sent off for that but but. Players regularly get yeah. sent off for doing that. He was it, pushing it. It was Aspilicueta he did it to. Yeah. Um, you will see someone like Ryan Shawcross or someone lean their head into someone, not actually head by anyone, yeah. and they will walk. And uh, he could certainly have walked for that oh, had I he think, not already... Uh, well, I think um, I think the, the, the thing about it was because um, certainly the Ivanovic goal was, was, was questionable in terms of being offside. I don't know whether it, this was the, the hackneyed old, the ref was just evening things up and, uh, or, or whatever, but, you know. Well, they, they'd already called Costa offside for being two yards onside, hadn't they? I mean, I bet... Yes, yes, that's true. But, um, and, of course, the whole thing happened because Costa made a point of giving it to Shane. James Coleman, yeah, yeah. which I, I thought was thoroughly deserved. And it has to be noted, a, a friend of mine noted that um, at, at the final whistle, Costa and, and Howard gave each other a big hug. You know, they, it was all, all fair in love and war, you know, well done, mate, that kind of thing. So it, it was it was all all dealt with afterwards, um, yeah. which, you know, we, which we like to see good sports. I, 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 I think so. Nonsense. I think it, I, I, I'm, 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 quite, I'm warmed by the fact that Costa is 
has, has either done his homework or he's had a bloody good chat with somebody about what, you know, this bollocks that Martinez come out about. He needs to learn respect for other players and whatever sort of well, rubbish he was coming out with. I mean, perhaps, Col- perhaps Coleman does too. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, you know, I, I don't want to see that sort of sanitised version of the game. I did wonder, you're just sort of referring back to the fact that Tim Howard was allowed to stay on and, and wasn't penalised for, for what? Retrospectively, was a fairly obvious outside of the box handling of the ball, um, mm. and, and, and you know well, it, that was it, the one that was was ridiculous. Yeah, um, but I, I do wonder whether cause it, it cast your mind back, you know, those those months and months ago um, to the World Cup, where the, the refereeing was quite lenient. For you consider what we've seen at previous World Cups, you know, with uh, with daft decision ruining games, and I just wonder whether there's been some hit some directive that's come down from um, from upon high about you know. Exercising, shall I say, it, common sense in some. <laughs> no, I don't Which go with the cock up, cock up. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, okay, cock yeah. up every time. They yeah, just absolutely. made a cobblers of it. But <laughs> again, had Howard been sent off and we'd won six three, it would all be down to where you played ten. Well, yes, we won. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good to be eleven on the pitch and yeah. and also you know take our deck chairs up to the moral high ground yeah. and uh, <laughs> sit with our handkerchiefs on our head and our trousers rolled up where we belong. and enjoy the moment. No, absolutely. 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 Um, I am, um, I mean, we could kind of sit and, um, and, and go through Leicester and, and Burnley, but you know what? I don't think any of us really saw enough of those games to talk with any great deal of authority on them. So we would, we would be rambling nonsense. Um, I think um, we, let's let's look at, at other stuff. What else has been going on? Um, obviously, transfer deadline day has come and gone. We we did all our business nice and early on, which is fantastic. Um, all within within the the environs of fin- financial fair play and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's all set up quite nicely. We've um, the Champions League draw has taken place and looks quite tidy um it has to be said from our point of view um i'm just groveling for the group now <laughs> because i can't, can't Sch- schalke sporting lisbon and um maribor yes Maribor. so um conquerors, we, conquerors of celtic yes and we, we kick off against um schalke on wednesday the 17th so two weeks tomorrow um I d- yeah i mean you would you would sincerely hope that's a group is, is that, that a home should, game um it is, yes. Oh, well, I'm in France anyway, so sort of ah, you know, right. yeah, so I'm back flat there for a week. But, uh, um, yes, I um, yeah, I, I won't be there either, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, that that's a group that we we would hope to um, to get through. Um, and, and you would assume with that, and we've got Bolton in the um, Capital One Cup on the 24th. Um, you would kind of hope we'll, we'll we'll see you know the likes of Remy and so so on, just making an appearance at some point. Um, and Yes. Anyone have anything else to add? Because I've kind of run out, really. Well, I, I, I need to know, prepare I better it, it, it's, it's our first one, and, and so I think we've got we've, we've, we're uh, back we in the chat. Let's just quickly mention that um, that we, we we do have within our squad a World Cup winner. I think that's probably we worth mentioning. Yeah, uh, and, and a man whose contribution to that World Cup win was 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 not minor. Was noted, um, absolutely. And, and, and so, had we not bought Remy, I would have been quite worried. But I've looked at it and thought, well, you know, Sherlad seems to be, he seems to be a man between two positions, really. 
Um, but mm. and, and I just wonder whether there's some room for encouragement into that sort of striker role should Loic Remy not turn out to be quite what we think. I actually think Remy will. I think he's... Well, Remy can play wide as well, can't he? I yeah. think he can sort of dip out. So they're yeah. kind of almost interchangeable. I would have the goal he scored um, the other... Was it against, uh, against Leicester? Mm. The goal... Yes. The f- I mean... Uh, it won't. It wouldn't even be looked at probably as goal of the season. But hang on, that, that, that no, he didn't scored against. Um, no, he didn't score against Leicester. Hold on, hold on a minute. Where are we? He scored. Did he score against Burnley? Was it Burnley? I do apologise. I, I, I believe so. Hold on a moment. I'm just. Yes, where um, where uh, Fabregas uh, the ball comes in from from Hazard to Hazard takes a run at the box. Yes, it was Shirley. Yeah, 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 and Burnley. then um, Fabregas, Fabregas' first touch just looks like he's shaping to shoot, but just chips the ball up, and mm, yeah. you know he hits oh, it first time. Gorgeous, yeah. Sherlock, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sherlock, yeah, yeah. Sherlock, yeah. So they they both touch the ball once, yeah. but like Sherlock's Sherlock's run and uh, Fabregas's uh, vision to to pick <laughs> him out, it was just a, a goal. You know, you don't see many goals like that. Yeah. That's it, was, it was a peach, wasn't it? Yeah, you're There seems to be a, a sort of a, 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 an undercurrent of people saying he was just another Salomon Kalou last season, and and, and it, for me, he seems a lot better than that. Because he, he seems to be so keen and eager. I mean, you see when he when he if he's warming up on the bench, it's almost like he's busting to get on that pitch and 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 make a difference. And I, I just think this is a good know, thing. It's, this is a good thing. You know, when you do often see players sort of like you know humming and ah in oh yeah right, I'll go and I'll do me five minutes or whatever then Shirley's there like give me five he's always like deal with the dog he's always like he's running around like <laughs> I'm deal with the dog I'm Andre Shirley and whatever just trying to get himself on the pitch I'm, I'm impressed with him and uh, and again it just to me it all adds up to a good thing it, even if this isn't the season where we set everything on fire you know, mm. all of the best teams have had to take a year, maybe two years out or whatever. There is still scope for us to win something, but it, you know it. Well, there's I, there's goals on this side. That's the thing, you know. Yes, it's him, and there's there's a lot of energy and a lot of just a, a lot of go about the squad. It's it's got pace. It's yeah. got plenty of physicality. It's it's a real a real good good mixture of of all the things that you believe you need to. Um, to, yeah. to win big silver pots and such like. So, um, without wanting to step on, um, you know, your your fine, um, you know, uh, Dimbleby, you know, persona that you set up for this, I just wondered if you had anything you thought, perhaps, on on the return mm. of um of the one of Didier Drogba. Um, I, I'm sort of pleased. It's um, I personally, and, and it's obviously delightful to have him back because he's a fantastic character to have around the place. And I, I've we've already heard. Kind of tales about him giving, you know. I think he gave a speech before, um, or the, the sort of the team talk before um, the Everton game, and, and sort of roused the troops and so on. So it's great to have him back for that because I, th- I think the possibly the only thing that the team lacks um, is leadership. And I don't say that in the sense that we don't have leaders. I think there are there are potential leaders in there that but may not have kind of stepped up and made themselves known as. Yeah. Known as yet, um, big, so big it's pers- good to have him around. Yeah, big personalities, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so yeah. it's good to have him around for that. Yeah. Um, in, t- in terms of how much he's, he's going to contribute on the pitch, I, you know, it's anyone's guess. I, I really don't know. Um, it's. I hope that you know he he will sort of 
carry on from when he left off and and crop up in in big games with with big important goals. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's great to see him back. Um, I, there's there's still a little bit of me that would have liked it to have just finished in Munich and and been perfect, but. You know he's back yeah. and it's good, um, and that's that's what we're worried about. Um, Which allows us to segue nicely into. A little... Enough to move along. I was going to say. Is everybody rocking from side to side now? Yeah. Quite a nice year. A bit of Manor music. House's finest. What other, what, what other podcasts give you this? This is I, what I ask you. The, 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 the mixture of music has, has been straight out of um, pre pre nineteen seventy nine Radio Two. Straight straight out of the yeah. back of the charity Absolutely, shop. Absolutely, yeah. I'm fully expecting a lawsuit <coughs> from 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 whoever owns the the mark of the lights program at any point now. <laughs> We'll do. We'll do with that as when it comes. Yes, um, um, so yes, I think yeah, we're going to go back to this. I, I, it's a, a promising, promising thing. And, and we did. You did say we we'll sort of talk quickly about the, the sort of comings in and goings out and, and whatever. Um, I've not. Do, do you remember um, at a point last season where we sold one matter, and of course there was lots of hand wringing and and uh, and the like. Mm. Um, and and you know people were you know they, they was open openly criticising Jose Mourinho. I think one or two on this particular esteemed broadcast may have had uh, sort of question marks about the whole thing. Um, and you know similarly David Luiz and I was you know, pretty reluctant to see him go. Or whatever. Um, and it just looks to me like I, I, I'm struggling to remember Jose like, start, knows start of a season when I've ever possibly since. Jose came in after you know Brambridge's first season under Claudio and sort of really brought Jose in and sort of enfant terrible or whatever um, to to pick up this host of huge stars or whatever. This time it's been a bit it's not been a lot more subtle, but I can't I'm struggling to remember time when I've ever looked at it and thought, you know what, we've got a plan. Oh my, when 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 did this happen? It is sort of a plan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it looks know. like there's something. Um, you know, someone's been plotting somewhere about. Um, and we should, I suppose, mention him. And I, I suspect this is one of those debates that will continue to run and run. Um, Michael Eminalo, who has taken endless amounts of stick from Chelsea fans down the years. Um, a, he's still there, and you know, we know that Roman doesn't yeah. particularly suffer fools gladly. Um, he's still there, and in terms of our acquisition, I don't know. You know, we could debate until the cows come home how much he had to do with it how much Jose's had to do with it you know how much anyone's had to do with it Maria what's her name um, Roman's right hand woman um, she's still there is it Granovska I can't remember her surname um, but you know how much any of them had to do but whatever is happening and whoever is responsible if it is you know as a team in terms of player acquisition and, and disposal they are doing a well, in the last 
eight nine months or so they have done a absolutely fantastic job you know we we've we've surpassed ourselves and like i said earlier i think it's probably one of the best transfer windows certainly we've had and, and if not you know one of the most smartly assembled um of, of any premiership club for a very long time um and, you know when you look at the scrabbling around that went on yesterday um arsenal chilling out 16 million quid for danny welbeck i think we've done quite a smart bit of business absolutely because i think that would have been quite heartbreaking if i'd seen us pay that sort of money for him <laughs> or even get him because I, I just know, don't I rate don't, him i think he's i think he's a decent player he's all right i do, you know it's he's you know, he was mentioned, I think he was yeah. briefly mentioned for us. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> doesn't set, set the pulse racing. So no. uh, I still, I still yeah. wait to see whether it all knits together. You know, beginnings of seasons are funny things. And, and, they are, they are, you're you absolutely know, right. They are. Uh, not, not that I'm, I'm not being critical in any way. I just, you know, the, the, a fickle finger of fate. Well, as I, as I noted at the beginning, mm. which is possibly a good way to uh, to sort of top and tail it, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Um, and there yeah. is a and you can you can put your baked Alaska in the fridge, but you don't know when the woman from the win- mm. Women's Institute is going to take <laughs> it out and leave it to melt. Do you? That's um, the very topical. Are we are we heading into the um, uh, what we like to call at work um, the AOB or the any other bollocks part of the um, broadcast? I, yet? I, I believe we are. I believe okay, we are. I'm, I've, I've, you have just, I've, live, I've just live tweeted this. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but um, there, there appears to be um, a petition running around to rename the East Stand in, in, in memory of Dickie Attenborough. Um, oh, okay. Which yeah, I no, think I would be a. I think which I do think it would be a rather fitting and a rather nice thing for the club to do. Um, bearing in mind the association and the life presidency or whatever, and plus it's just a better fucking name than the East Stand. Um, true, uh, true. So I just wondered. Uh, I'm certainly going to. I'm certainly willing. I've just said to um, Dean Mears and, and Chelsea Org the Chelsea Org. Mm. If someone sends me the link, I'm happy to retweet. Yeah, yeah, um, no, definitely. And I've okay. actually just seen it there, so I'm going to retweet it now, but I just wonder if it's worth mentioning here. I've done it now, so um, uh, done, there you right, go. Okay, well, in which case, I shall, um, let's find it on my timeline, and we could, we could, we could read some details out. Um, um, where are yeah. we? Hold on a moment. Hold on. Um, yeah, I, no, I think it's a good idea. I, the whole sort of renaming of stands and statues and all that kind of thing, it's, it's, it's a an issue that everyone has an opinion on but I I actually think just in terms of, of Dick Attenborough's kind of role in actually you know the club staying where it is and, and you know kind of hanging on to the ground itself yeah. um, possibly puts him um, kind of up above players potentially for you know having something named after him because you know the, the, the very ground that we walk upon and the but he, he also represents that strand um which obviously, uh, I think, particularly older supporters appreciate that that sort of strand of type of supporter that's always been associated with Chelsea, you know, from from the arts, and the culture, and so and so forth. You know, at, at times in the past, Chelsea have have been associated with, you know, sickening violence, dodgy behaviour. <laughs> um, obviously, lots of people still very much against Abramovich and what he stands for and, you know, the money and this and that. And, you know, it, it's that sort of, uh, as well as just the ordinary fan, you've always had people like, uh, you know, himself, he's a British institution. He's not just, it's mm. not just about Would Chelsea. I... And in fact, you're naming something yeah. after 
you know, someone who who, who played a lunatic yeah. with glasses in in in, in you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, and we like well, we like our fair share. I'm credited. I, I've mm. actually got the um, uh, the. Petition. He's only five foot seven, you know. Well, which was perfect because I'm only five foot six, so I would have uh, <laughs> probably got on famously with him and Gianfranco Just, Zola. Uh, thought of a man, thought of a man with little legs going yes. all the way up the East Stand. You know, the irony yeah. there is, is fair play to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And plus, you know, put put him and and myself, um, Zola and Pat Nevin together, and we could, well, we could probably call mm. ourselves the Napoleon Club or something. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, the actual. It is very. It is, it is a very, very good. Um, People keep cheeky, asking, "Where's the other? Where's cheeky, the other three of you?" Yeah, yeah, cheeky bastards, right? Okay, but the, um, the it is the the uh, petition. Um, I've retweeted it. I've got it up in front of me now, which I, I will sign it. It it does actually mention, you know, that um, he refused to sell his shares to the freehold of Stanford Bridge in the eighties, with many property developers waiting for some prime real estate. Um, and it also says, you know, illness had kept him away from Stanford Bridge. Renaming the East Stand would cement his legacy and would be a fitting tribute to a man epitomised what is what it is to be Chelsea. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I must admit, I, I, yeah, I, I like I, that. I, and I think it's, it's a worthy mention. You know, yeah, we don't want to be sort of, um, you know, jumping on every bandwagon. I think every now and then, as you say, Johnny, something comes along and you just think, do you know what? Mm, Wouldn't it be just a nice thing to do? And, and, and yeah. I, 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 I doubt you'd find anybody anywhere, you know, even in the opposition, because Dickie Attenborough was part of the, you know, far more than fabric of, 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 of Chelsea. You know, he was, he was an icon and, you know, dare I say it with, with the old pun or the old uh, cliche of a national treasure so uh, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. well okay. yeah it's on um, if um, should you feel well maybe ask Nick to put um, put the link on the 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 podcast when it's up um, yeah. on site tomorrow. Um, it's on iPetitions. I suspect if you do a search on iPetitions and say for East End or Lord Attenbury, it will, it will take you there. But we'll stick the link up. Tony's retweeted yeah. it. Um, so yeah, it, absolutely well worth putting um, putting our name behind that. And uh, I shall I shall I shall sign as and when. Um, anything else, gents? We've 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 got through we've got through an hour and um, you know it, it was tough in places being um, you know the first one but um, I'm sure we will come back stronger next time. Um, we've obviously got an international break um, coming up now and the, our first game back is um, Swan the top of the table clash against Swansea at the Bridge on um, Saturday the twelfth thirteenth can't remember um, and then yeah then we're off um, off into um, Cup football of both European and Capital One varieties. So there will be plenty to talk about the next time we come back. Um, Mark will hopefully be with us then. Um, I think we might have to dig another guest out. We'll give them, um, we'll, we'll rattle the cage of, um, of someone and, um, and try and drag them on and, um, and get them involved in the podding shed because it's always good fun when we, we get other folk on. Um, on that note, Donald, do you have a musical? Outro, or have we exhausted, have we exhausted well, our canon? We, we've, we've pretty much done the music for tonight. I, you know, you, you can, you can, you know, flog a horse too far. I mean, I, <laughs> it's, it's not for me to use the, uh, <clears throat> the august, um, the august, uh, <clears throat> potting shed for, to, to, uh, push my own personal prejudices, etc. But I have got a, a short message for, um, I believe she still listens. She she may she may even listen to this, and in which case I, I've just got a short message for um, DJ Danny F, as she's known on, on Twitter. Oh yes, and, oh yes, and that Lady. would be Guan the Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Noted. I suspect you would appreciate that. Yeah. Um, okay. Excellent. Well, Jen. Yes. Yeah, so it's been a. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you for coming back. We've we've been off air for almost three months, which is mm. um, which is certainly long enough. And um, it's been good to blow the cobwebs off. And um, we'll, we'll we'll tighten we'll tighten up at the back a bit next time, and yeah. um, and and see how we get on. And, but, and, uh, and I think we need we need more mentions of uh, of, of of some of our you know our 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 pet um, hobbies etc you know so we've we had trains and I think that dropped off a bit last season which is a bit of a shame we, yeah, we need you to know. reintroduce re- railway I, I have been the railway correspondent may I put myself jointly forward then as our as our aviation correspondent then with, with Mr Dyer um, you know because of our appreciation of such things as you know Vulcan bombers and, and, mm. and the like you know I think uh, yeah, I think we need to we need to get passing mentions to these these great cultural icons in there you know, We've, we've talked about Dickie Attenborough, but there's so much else we can add. And 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 part of our Rethian remit, wasn't it? You know, to educate, entertain, and inform. And, and we that. and we and we got the inform bit in there, if nothing mm. else. You know, fuck, fuck me, I'm, <laughs> God only knows we're probably not entertaining. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. On that note, I think it is time to say good night. Yes. Good night, all. Thank you very much. Bonsoir. Good night.